Welcome to Family Law Talk, presented by Kirk Stange of Stange Law Firm, PC. Stange Law Firm is a family law firm in the St. Louis metro area with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stange. Welcome to Family Law Talk. My name is Kirk Stange. I'm a managing partner of Stange Law Firm PC, a family law firm in the St. Louis metro area in Missouri and in Illinois. Uh, Today's topic is Let Logic, Not Emotions, Guide Divorce Agreements. Um, But before we get to that topic today, I should state that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements and that the information provided today is general in nature and may not apply to specific factual or legal circumstance. All right. All of that said, again, the topic today is Let Logic, Not Emotions, Guide Divorce Agreements. Uh, This is based on an article on our blog called DivorceLawyerStLouisMo.com, dated August 22, 2013. Now, it's a pretty common-sense article. I think the article makes sense uh, to most people uh, on a lot of levels. Uh, The problem is when when parties, in some instances, get involved in a family law case themselves, then this is a lot easier said than done. So, again, I mean, the topic is let logic – not emotions guide divorce agreements. Uh, really, a great piece of advice. I think a piece of advice. I think most people know on a lot of levels. But again, the problem for for a lot of clients out there is that this is easier said than done. So once a client gets in this specific situation, uh, this is a hard thing to do. And uh, you know, you get the emotions tied into these cases. Uh, if you've got kids, if it's a long-term marriage, if there's hard feelings, it's easy to get emotional in a family law or divorce case, and uh, it's hard to be logical. Uh, Practically speaking, however, uh, logic is where you want to be if you can, because logic can save you a lot of money, attorney fees. Uh, Logic can help you make uh, decisions that will be good for for you in the short term, but additionally for the long term as well. Uh, One of the things I always tell uh, clients of mine is that when you look at a potential divorce settlement agreement, what you really need to look for is this: is uh, you know how is this agreement going to be you know, one year down the line, five years down the line, ten years down the line, and so on. And the important piece is, look, when you when you resolve a family law case, there's never a perfect solution, uh, there's never a perfect outcome. But what any client I think ought to want is is after the passage of some time, they want to be able to look back on the outcome of their divorce or family law case. And you say, you know, all things being equal, uh, the result uh, in the end was was really pretty good. The result was such that I can move on with my life in in a positive way and that at a certain point this case will be in the rearview mirror and, and like I said, life will will go on and, and you can move forward. And I think that that's what any client ought to look at in terms of looking at any uh, reasonable settlement offer. The other thing I tell all my clients is this, is that, uh, look, when you're, when you're weighing a settlement offer, uh, uh, settlement offers in, in a broad sense can kind of fall into three camps. Uh, sometimes on one hand you get that settlement offer and you think, you know, practically speaking, if the case proceeded forward through court, and, and maybe through a trial, that the result would end up being better uh, for you. In other words, the offer is not a good offer. If you go to court, you proceed forward, you can end up with something better. And by better, I mean, again, 
you're looking at the outcome of the case a year, five years down the line, ten years down the line, and as a whole, there's satisfaction with the result of the case. And in those situations where the settlement offer is such that you feel as if you could do better uh, in court when you look at it logically, you know, those are the cases typically you move forward with and you don't settle. I mean, why would you settle in those cases if you think from a logical standpoint uh, you can get a better result? Of course, uh, every now and again, a settlement offer comes through in a case, and as an attorney, I look at it, and I think, goodness gracious, this is a fantastic offer. And in fact, if my client went to court and spent more money on attorney fees, they could end up with something substantially worse, or maybe worse on various different levels. And of course, in those circumstances, uh, that's where a client really, really needs to seriously and maybe quickly think about settling the case. It makes no sense to go forward with a case spend more money in attorney fees, and go through the heartache of a family law case if the offer being put on the table is is something better than what could be obtained in court. I mean, in those, in those cases, uh definitely makes sense to seriously consider settling the case. And, of course, you have you know some cases which I say, and this is where a lot of the offers uh, at some point end up in after there's maybe an offer and a counteroffer and some negotiation back and forth, which is, you know, that offer fall, falls into what I call the margin of error, where you look at the settlement offer, and, and on one level you think, uh, uh, yeah, maybe I could do a little bit better uh, if I if I went to court on this point or that point. On the other hand, if I went to court, I might do a little bit worse uh, on this point or this other point. And, and again, that's the margin of error. Maybe you could do a little bit better. On the other hand, maybe you could do a little bit worse. And, and in those situations, you know, I think that's where the client has a tough decision and the client has a lot to weigh. And I think that's where these cases can be hard. And uh, if there's two shrewd attorneys on both sides of the case, I'd say shrewd but practical attorneys, most settlement offers over time should make their way toward an offer that that gets the parties into that margin of error. And in most instances, you get the margin of error. Uh, a lot of these cases make sense to settle at that point. You know, why spend more money in attorney fees when, when maybe you can do a little bit better, but maybe, on the other hand, you could do a little bit worse. You know, that's the margin of error. And I think that kind of gets to the theme of this article, which is let logic, not emotions, guide divorce agreements. So, again, the date of this article is April twenty second, 2013, uh, if you go to our blog, divorcelawyerstlouismo.com, uh, you can you can read the article. Uh, but but one of the key points of the article is, is is it deals with the finances, and what the article professes is look when you're going through a divorce and there's finance and money issues at stake, uh, one of the things that a party really needs to have an understanding of is the finances, and that includes an understanding of the income. Uh, of, of both parties in the case, uh, the expenses and the family's budget, and, and by having a realistic uh, analysis of, of the income and the expenses and, and the overall finances, uh, that helps clients understand uh, where things are in a case and helps parties understand uh, how to analyze a settlement offer when it comes through. And I know a lot of times in these family law cases there's not a lot of trust, what I see a lot of is, in fact, distrust, where where parties think that maybe the spouse is deflating their income and over-increasing their expenses. But uh, in a family law case, if 
if information is is obtained and swapped, uh, St. Louis County has mandatory document exchange, for example, and in other counties, uh, you do interrogatories and requests for production, and you, and you swap information. Then, then at that point, there can be a true understanding of the finances. And again, that's where it's important for a party to try to be logical. I mean, look at the finances, look at the expenses, and, and at that point, make make an informed decision based on uh, logic, uh, not emotions. And uh, and again, that's that's the overall theme of this article. Uh, you know, in some cases. You know, it's easy to be spiteful. Uh, it's easy to be angry. Of course, uh, divorce is an unpleasant thing, and uh, is is the case in most cases. You know, there's blame to be pointed in both directions. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, finger pointing and trying to assess blame and who's at fault for a case. At the end of the day. Uh, at the end of the day, it might not move the needle that much in a case. It might just cause a party to, to make rash decisions and make decisions based on hurt feelings uh, rather than the family's economic well-being. And at the end of the day, you know, when parties are going through a divorce, both parties are going to need to move forward. Both parties are going to need to move on with their life. So the theme of the article is, is, is let logic, not emotions, guide divorce agreements. And in some cases, it might be that you obtain a financial expert, uh, that maybe you, you talk with uh, with a, a certified public accountant, uh, you go through the settlement agreement that's being put on the table, and, and, and again, you're trying to come to determination of, you know, is this agreement one in which uh, I can pay the expenses that I'm going to have to pay, that I'm going to be able to move on with my life with, and that I won't regret, you know, one year, five years, ten years down the road, for example. Now, the article on, on DivorceLawyerStainlessMo.com references an article that was on, on the HuffingtonPost.com called Seven Tips to Avoiding a Disastrous Divorce. Uh, this is an article on the Huffington Post on August 20, 2013. And let's talk about uh, seven of the tips that, that are referenced in that article, which is, one, you know, you want to don't hire the wrong attorney. You want to hire the right attorney. And the right attorney is one who is going to lead you in the direction of, of making decisions based on logic, uh, not based on emotions. And in saying all of that, what you're looking for in an attorney is not one that's just overly aggressive, uh, one who who feels as if uh, they need their pound of flesh in order to satisfy you. I mean, those types of attorneys in most instances are going to be a bad decision for you. On the other hand, you don't want an attorney that's a weakling, that's overly conciliatory, uh, that isn't looking at the finances and isn't helping you make an informed decision either. You need an attorney that's pragmatic, uh, that isn't afraid to make bold decisions when necessary, but you don't want somebody who's just stirring the pot, uh, trying to make the case move forward when perhaps the offer is a margin of error offer that you might seriously want to consider. So again, hire the right attorney, hire an attorney who's going to guide you in the right direction. Definitely one of the most important decisions any any person going through a family law case needs to make is to hire the right attorney. Uh, two, failing to understand the ramifications of your decision. Again, you need to look at any divorce settlement uh, in the short term, but you also have to look at it in the long term. So you need to look at it and say, can I, can I survive now uh, based on this offer? Can I pay my bills, uh, meet my expenses now? But am I going to be doing it as well uh, one year from now, five years from now? 10 years from now, for example, uh, pretty 
pretty key and pretty vital, and that gets to point number three, which is, you know, don't settle for more than you can pay or less than what you need. So kind of a double-edged sword. A lot of times parties just want to get the case done so badly uh, that maybe they pay more than they could ever possibly afford to pay, and that could be in terms of child support. It could be in terms of spousal support. It uh, could be in terms of the property settlement. Uh, but, again, you want a fair and just and equitable settlement offer, and it, and it can't be more than you can pay. And on the flip side, if you're in need and maybe you're the, the, the spouse who maybe made less throughout the marriage, you've got to be certain that uh, on the flip end, that in terms of spousal support and child support, that, that you're getting what you need in order to move on with your life as well. Uh, uh, so again, don't settle for more than you can pay, and, and on the flip side, don't settle for less than what you actually need. Uh, four, uh, the article talks about taking legal advice from your hairstylist. Uh, now, the article says hairstylist, but of course, this could be anybody. It could be your friend. It could be your relative. It could be that other person who maybe went through a divorce in a different state or a different county or maybe uh, in front of just a different judge. So be very careful. Uh, lots of times parties begin listening to these outside forces out there that really don't have all the facts, and they're trying to make an apples-to-orange comparison. In other words, they're trying to compare their family law case to yours, and they make conclusions which they relay to you, which then causes you to distrust your attorney. Again, you need an attorney you trust. You need an attorney that you feel like is guiding you in the right direction. And, and if you've got that, listen to your attorney. Don't listen to all these outside outside forces out there that might be leading you in a bad bad direction because they don't have the facts or they're comparing apples to oranges. Uh, five, don't make decisions based on anger and spite, as we talked about. Obviously, when you're going through a family law case or a divorce, uh, there can be hard feelings. Uh, uh, you know, one party often believes the other party's to, to blame. But, again, I know this is way, way easier said than done. Uh, uh, it's way, way easier said than done. And it's easier to say this when you're not the person going through the family law case. But, again, you'll, you'll save yourself a lot of money in attorney fees uh, if you can put the anger and spite to the side. And, most importantly, you will make decisions that are based on a cost-benefit analysis versus decisions based on anger and spite. Uh, six, fighting for your principles uh, can be a mistake in a family law case. Uh, obviously, uh, anybody walking out of a divorce uh, needs to preserve their fair share of the assets. They want a fair uh, custody agreement. They want child support and spousal support to be fair. Um, but realize that the family law court system is just that. I mean, it's a court system. It's a government entity. It's overburdened. Uh, there's 50% divorce rates, 40% out-of-wedlock birth rates. Uh, quite frankly, uh, uh, the court doesn't have the resources uh, to deal with legal battles just out of principle. So be pragmatic. Again, make decisions that are based on logic, not emotions. Uh, uh, principles are certainly important, but parties who are purely based on, on principle in the family court system, more often than not walk away disappointed. And then seven, insisting that the judge decide everything. Um, you know, mistake, uh, while, while you might feel like you need to vent your anger or frustration to the judge in your case, the reality is uh, this is really, at the end of the day, not what clients are thinking. Uh, it's a busy court system. Uh, judges have lots of cases. They have lots on their dockets, and, and judges are, you know, fantastic people who serve uh, serve the public. Uh, they help resolve 
uh, cases with these high out-of-wedlock birth rates and high divorce rates, but they're human beings just like everybody else. And at the end of the day, if you can reach a settlement that is based on logic and that's fair and equitable, at the end of the day, that is substantially better than airing your dirty laundry in an open courtroom uh, and hoping that the judge hears your case in like a day or two, perhaps, and then totally gets it. Really hard for a judge to do a day or two of trial and understand, for example, a 10, 20, 30-year marriage and all that happens. So, so don't feel like at the end of the day, uh, that you need to have the judge decide everything. Uh, it's a big mistake in most cases. Now, again, if you get a settlement offer and you think when you apply your logic to it that you stand a much better chance to get a better result at trial, in those instances, you know, a trial might be necessary. And in that instance, you want an attorney who's conducted a lot of trials and knows what they're doing, that knows the rules of evidence, knows how to put a case on. I mean, it's very important in those cases. And, and quite frankly, in some cases, uh, maybe that reasonable settlement offer never comes. And, and you have to try the case because, again, you don't want to look back with regret a year or five or ten years later because you agreed to a settlement offer that was, at the end of the day, unjust. But on the flip end, if you get a settlement offer that's within that margin of error or better than that, in those cases, for the most part, it really doesn't make sense to insist that the judge decide everything. Uh, a mistake will cost you a lot of money in attorney fees and, and more often than not leads to unsatisfied parties who then end up appealing these cases and these cases continue on a cost a lot more money and fees, which makes it hard for you to move on with your life. It makes it hard for your ex to move on with their life as well. So all that said, uh, that's our topic here today. I appreciate all the all the listeners being on the line and listening to us uh, today. Again, the topic is on divorcelawyerstlouismo.com. A very good article to read. It's titled Let Logic Not Emotions Guide Divorce Agreements. Stay tuned for our next episode of Family Law Talk and this concludes our episode today. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stangy. Visit stangylawfirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today.